You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. Welcome to the Immigration Hour on America's Web Radio. Your host, Charles Cook and Rocky Rockleff. It's a great day, isn't it, Rock? It is. Nice nice day down here in Atlanta. Beautiful Cold. day in the south, a little chilly, but uh, we got the biggest snowflakes I've ever seen. Those things were huge out there. It, 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 I think it'd huge. give you a concussion. Yeah. But on the way here this morning, it started to hail. Like Ooh. a little few minutes ago, it was never good. Just little tiny itty bitty hills, you yeah. know, bounce around very. As long as it's not dent in the car, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I have never had that happen to me, but uh, I'm sure it wouldn't be a lot of fun to no. have to go out to do that. Uh, David, it's great to be here with you today. It's a, I know you're happy, and uh, it's uh, the uh, this is the most listened to, the most listened to show on immigration in America today, in, in the world, America. in the world, in the world, in the world, probably. In the world. In the world probably. live podcast, Absolutely. however you want to consume. Exactly it. right, uh, Dave. If you were local and wanted to listen on the radio, what is it, sixteen ten? But but you have to be within like thirty seven feet of the building, something that, like that. Yeah. Six, <laughs> sixteen twenty and sixteen twenty. Uh, you know, we are we, we on FM yet or not? We have a tape measure to uh, make sure you're within range. <laughs> <laughs> now we're also we also video cast this, don't we? Yes, we do. So you can go to America's Web Radio. Hey, folks. Hey, bud. Uh, and uh, hi, Mom. Hey, guys. Um, you can uh, watch us if you're really that bored. And uh, exactly how old are y'all? I'm shortly approaching. That's right. I'm approaching my 18th birthday soon. Um, but it's great to be here today. I, I declared this morning casual day, by the way, because it was snowing outside. Yeah, it's, it's, have yeah. you got your? Uh, I've got my chains and my. I know car. you did. That was hilarious. <laughs> I don't have change. I've got an Audi. I can drive anywhere I want to. I have a Prius with the top down. Yeah, the top down. By the way, Rocky's got a Prius, so he really can't go anywhere. But you know, you know what though? Last week when I was driving home, or two weeks ago when I was driving home in the crazy ice, just tooting along in the Prius, 15, 20 miles an hour, some big, huge F three fifty diesel turbo passes me, just screaming down the road, and then two miles down down the road later. He's spinning out on a hill, and I'm driving by in the Prius. <laughs> hey, guy. He didn't Prius. salute him, did you? He didn't yeah. salute him. No, I didn't say anything. But like, hey, does yours have uh, wins the race. front wheel drive? I don't know. Probably. Yeah. Don't know oh. cars. I don't know anything about cars. That is a really? downfall. I know nothing yeah. about cars. It probably is. most. Well, that's most why you drive a Prius. Just plug the darn thing in. You be <laughs> don't shame. plug it in. I get 60 miles to the gallon. No plugging in. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, we've got a great email of one of our listeners and one of our good friends sent us. One of our good friends, shout out to Lino Rodriguez. Uh, he's a fellow immigration attorney. He sent me this email, Chuck, uh, last week at 1042. During the show, right? During the show, and uh, I got it when I got back up to my office. Uh, and I was, oh, I've been chopping at the bit all week to talk about this because it's just a perfect example of the nonsense that's out there. Uh, from well, this, so this, many got, perspectives. Well, this is an email that he he must have received as part of a chain email. It, exactly. I'm sure this is something you'd see on Snopes or something like that. Um, <laughs> but this was great because what it is some it is some racist attempt, and it's it's really racism oh, in it's any way. Totally racist. Is it racist? Are you uh, kidding me? Racism, well, xenophobic the, uh, dribble. The the, fir- uh, the 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 first thing that but, you notice is they call the two parties they're comparing. Yeah, well, let's take a step back here. So it's an yeah, email yeah. that compares. Somebody from a Latin-speaking country to a, to an American. I assume it's Joe. Joe the, Joe the plumber. Joe the plumber. Joe I think that's who they're going for. So it's Joe versus Jose. Right, because we know all undocumented immigrants in the Jose. country are Mexican. Yeah, and they're all named Jose. And they're all named Jose. Yeah, they're all named Jose. <laughs> uh, so why don't you take the, the first? And, and this okay. is brilliant. What the good news is because it was written by somebody with a third-grade education, <sighs> it is written very simply. It's very simply, very written. simply written in one-sentence paragraphs. Right. <laughs> because this way it's it's easier to digest if you don't 
understand how to oh, read English, my goodness. apparently. Uh, not because you're foreign national, but because you just can't read English. Yeah. So what, what, is, what is the first one? So you okay. set it up for us. Here. All right, okay. So so basically what it is, it's uh, it starts out, you've got two families, Joe Legal, Joe the Plumber. Hey, guys. Jose Illegal. Because that's what they call themselves. That's illegal. That's, that's what I, they, my hey, name's Jose hey, Illegal. I'm, I'm Jose Illegal. Yeah. Jose, yo soy Jose Illegal. That, that's how all my clients introduce themselves. Exactly right. So they're, they're, tr- they're setting it up. You have these two families. They both both – Two parents, two children, and they live in California. So, so we're in California, which right. we all know sets it up because, first, it is the land of the fruits, nuts, and flowers, as Johnny Carson <laughs> used to say. Uh, and because it's part of the Aztecification of America, the, the actual overthrow of America by right. immigration. It's, it's taking in place in California right they're now, gonna take, folks. They're going to take California back. Right. I mean, you're just going to make it part of Mexico. That's again. what it is. It's, it's right. It's, 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 it's because, again – all undocumented immigrants are from Mexico. That's right. That's exactly how it's going to work. Uh, <laughs> so I got. I have a really quick side note to that, just to show you how how people view this. And, uh, I had. I worked. I, uh, I used to work in a different building, and we had uh, like security there. Yeah. And we had one guy. He's like, "Why y'all got all those Mexicans going up there all the time?" I'm like, "Well, we're an immigration law firm. Oh, where are all those Mexicans from?" <laughs> Ex- excuse me. Well, where are the, where are all the Mexicans from? Mexico. Well, they can't all. They're not all. What? It's like, well, some of them are Honduran from Honduras. Some are from oh, they're like Honduran Mexicans. <laughs> oh my God. But that's but that's just I mean, it's perfect. Oh, it just man. people have no clue, no concept of yeah. They're, of the they're, they're not afraid here. to voice their opinion about <laughs> no, the issue. No, not at all. Lack of knowledge, not <laughs> not them. Anyway, so, so two families now. I, two families. Now, I, I am assuming that that these are the fathers of the families, or are these the children of the families. Let's let's read on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Joe Legal. Works in construction, like Joe the plumber. Right, right. He has a social security number, and he makes $25 an hour with taxes deducted. Okay. Simple enough to follow. Uh, A a good guy. And so at $25 an hour, 2,000 hours a year, that's about $50,000 a year of income for Joe. Yeah. right. Joe Illegal. Jose Illegal. Jose Illegal also works in construction, has no social security number, and gets paid $15 cash, quote, under the table. Right. Because Americans never get paid cash under the table. No. In construction. No, never. <laughs> that never no. happens. No, All right, no, ready. No, no. Now, so okay. they set you up here. They set you okay. up. Right. This is how it is. It, for every, because this is an analogy that is applied to every construction worker in America. Right. So pay attention. What's the first thing? Joe Legal makes $25 an hour, 40 times a week, 1,000 hours per week. Right. That thousand bucks per week. thousand dollars per year. Take away thirty percent from federal state taxes. All right. Boop. Now, what's Boop. the error there? Because he's saying, well, that means Joe now has, which I assume he, his take-home pay would be thirty-one two thirty-one. Okay. What's well, the error there? Well, I want to see because you know we look at in what we do, we see a lot of tax returns. Yes. So we're not experts, I've, but we see a lot of. Tax I've returns. never seen a fifty-two thousand dollar a year adjusted gross. At thirty with a thirty percent, yeah, thirty percent tax return. That just doesn't happen. I mean, that's so. So the numbers. So very first thing, the numbers they're working with completely bogus. I would, I would hazard a guess that a fifty-two thousand dollars a year in California, two parents, two children, is getting a fat refund. It's probably well. Keep my California is a higher state income tax. So okay, they might be well, used to, but they, but uh, they're not paying twenty-nine thousand. Almost. Twenty thousand dollars a year in tax. In tax. No, it's, it's just not, not happening. It's just not, not, happening. not a chance. Not, not at the take home level. Right. They not might at the pay other level. state exactly. taxes, but exactly. not at the take home level. And, and so this has to be, and this is important for this analogy, right? 
because he has to start you out at the same level as Jose Illegal, right. who's making 15 bucks an hour, somehow makes 40 hours a week, even though we know that's not true. Right. Um, he's bringing home $600 a week, paying no taxes. So he starts out actually bringing in, bringing home, because he pays no taxes. Right, pays no taxes. And only $30 Thirty thousand a year. They're setting only, it up to say, "Hey, really?" But F- only thirty dollars more, less a year than Joe Liga, who pays, who a, pays in a, a tax of rate of thirty percent. Right. Mind you, doing the same work. Yeah, right. the exact same there, work. There's a reason why Joe Liga gets gets paid more because he's he's an American worker that, that costs more because he's he's a he's a W two or a ten ninety nine employee, and the cost of those uh, of that employment that it costs more. The right. the value of their labor is is. Essentially the same, I mean, right? Doing construction, so it's not their fault, right? So at the, at the end of the day, what they're saying because of this misinterpretation of the tax laws, right? Now, once you now have this, you go to the, the second thing. So that's the taxes. So they're wrong on taxes, right? Joe Legal pays medical and dental insurance with limited coverage for his family at six hundred dollars a month or seventy two hundred dollars per year. Now this this is an analogy I really like. Yeah. Okay. Get into first this. of all. I don't have any idea what he pays for what his, what his tax is, but I'm guessing this was written before Obamacare. But even if it wasn't, okay, because at that level, he's going to get a certain level of subsidy for what he makes. Right. But at that level, Jose Illegal – now, this is what I love. Full medical and dental coverage. This is Full. 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 Through state and local clinics and emergency hospitals because – here's what's funny part. Because Joe Legal can't go to state and local clinics. They're only for illegal aliens. Oh, my I mean, goodness. Do you, did your nose grow when you write this? But it's I, even better. But it's even better. Oh, because somehow you get full medical and dental and emergency coverage. Okay? For zero. Zero dollars. Zero dollars. Right. Except that the, 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 the hospitals do come after you when you pay. Right. These clinics do charge for their work. Right. And there are no free clinics. Right. All right. So And, now, and really fast, are undocumented – Undocumented immigrants eligible? Well, that's even though they pay, even though they may pay Medicaid tax, are they? Eligible well, and this for assumes that? these guys aren't paying taxes. Many of them are. Okay, but think about this. Let's say Joe Legal has to pay six hundred dollars a month under Obamacare. Well, why can't the illegal Joe, Jose Illegal do that? Because he's prohibited. We barred undocumented workers from participating in the ACA. Right. So we have now kept the burden we were seeking to avoid in the system because of the obstinance of. People with zero vision towards the future. Right. And and this is the thing. I, and, and, and in full disclosure I wish here, Dave was here because he would yeah. love this topic. <laughs> yeah. This – in full uh, – you know, in the interest of full disclosure, yes, there the, – the one good and service that undocumented aliens can consume because of the way the law is structured is emergency, emergency medical, medical care. care. Okay. Got it. Drop in the bucket, folks. But why? They, but why? Well, because you have to be There's treated. a public policy Ex- reason, right? Exactly. You, you can't just – people – can't go to the emergency room and be like, "Oh, you're not dying. We're not gonna, we're not gonna make you, you breathe." You, 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 don't, you don't want somebody walking around exactly. the bubonic plague. Exactly. All right? That's why we but treat everybody emergency they medical. They cannot go. But they and discharge just, immediately. Except discharge. They stabilize. You're gone. Them, and they'll send them a bill. Oh no, absolutely. They'll send them. A now, bill. Dave, we're, we're, Dave is telling us to calm down. Well, Dave, we were trying okay. to get you to come back. We're talking <laughs> about health care, and this is Obamacare. We're talking about here. We know you're a huge fan, um, and. This analogy we were talking about, David, says that Joe Legal, now you're probably better at this than I, is paying $600 a month for his medical care for his family. I don't know whether that's accurate or not. But that Jose Illegal is paying nothing, but he's somehow getting full medical coverage. Full. 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 As right. opposed to, to Joe Legal, who can't get full right. coverage anywhere. Um, 
But we were talking about, well, that's because people who are undocumented can't be in Obamacare. It's just crazy. Look, if you're going to have a terrible system, it should apply to everybody. Absolutely. It should apply to everybody. <laughs> you have a terrible system. It should apply to everybody. Everybody should maybe suffer the same exact way. Exactly. Um, the good news is not, not businesses. There's no. another, another delay yesterday. Another delay. <laughs> Dave, you did notice that delay that came out yesterday, right, in Obamacare? An- another Treasury Department. I don't know exactly what it was, but it was another delay of some kind. Yeah. Uh, for somebody. So. Something's under $100 Don't have to do it ever? Postponed. I thought that was previously done, though. Didn't he do that back in yeah, they, November? Yeah, there was initially it was comp- – I thought it was larger companies. There was a – there was a hey, we're, you don't have to participate yet because let's see what – let's see how giant a cluster this can be before we put you guys <laughs> into the system. <laughs> I think people in the White House are secretly oh, hoping, goodness. please come up with an alternative. Please come up with an alternative. Please come up with an alternative. <laughs> I'm sure they're waiting for that to happen. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay. Now, so next thing. Joe Legal – Makes too much money. Oh, this this might be better than the medical one, actually. (laughs) And is not eligible for food stamps or welfare. Okay, Joe Legal pays five hundred dollars a month for food. Which I want to I want to go eat at his house because that that's you can eat well for five hundred bucks a month. That's that's four big Costco visits a month. That's That's, you can eat. You've got four people. You've got four people though. You can eat pretty decent though if you if you plan it out right. But anyways, Uh, not a lot of food storage there going on. Okay, Uh, but that reduces Joe's legal costs. He's now only got eighteen thousand dollars a year. Right. Well. Jose Illegal has uh, is no undocumented income and is eligible for food stamps, WIC, and welfare. Now, while, you, while you're shaking your head, let's take a quick break, and we'll come back as to why this perhaps is the biggest lie of all yeah. uh, on the Immigration Hour on America's Web Radio. Cook Immigration Partners is your passport through the immigration maze. Whether it's help with e-verify in your business or help in how to document a new employee under the new I-9 rules or if you marry a foreign national. Cook Immigration Partners is your best choice for a legal advocate. Call us today at 866-286-6200. That's 866-286-6200. Or visit us on the web at www.immigration.net. Healthcare consumers and radio. Learn, connect, share. Join us every Friday at 11 o'clock to learn all those confusing issues around healthcare, Obamacare, Medicare, Medicaid. We'll help you find the answers, help you stay in compliance, Join us Friday at 11 o'clock. Did you miss the show that you really wanted to hear? All of our programs are available for download on AmericasWebRadio.com and on iTunes. You can listen to your favorite programs on AmericasWebRadio.com anytime you like. Si usted tiene problemas con inmigración o asuntos que tiene que arreglar, llama a los abogados de Cook Immigration Partners. Somos en su lado. Tenemos más de 50 años de experiencia haciendo las leyes de inmigración y defendiendo a los inmigrantes. Llámenos hoy a las 404-816-8611, a las 404-816-8611 o al www.immigration.net. This is AmericasWebRadio.com, the best in chat radio designed just for you. Welcome back to the Immigration Hour on America's Web Radio. So we were going through here this really incredible myth-filled email designed to gin up animosity uh, against people that uh, are different than you. Right. Um, so this we were talking about how because Jose Illegal has no income, he's eligible for food stamps, WIC, and welfare. Whatever well, wow. I don't know what welfare is. Yeah, I want to know what is welfare. Is he talking about Tanner from the nineties? I yeah. mean, seriously. What is what is welfare? What, what you you know what this about? is? He's a queen. 
He's a welfare queen. He's a welfare queen. He is. But the queen. thing is, it so so Joe Legal now after all the stuff he's paying is down yeah. to eighteen thousand of cash of cash of of, discre- of you know disposable yeah. income. And Jose Legal is eligible for food stamps, WIC, and welfare. So he's still got his thirty one thousand two hundred. Now you can't get means tested public benefits if you are undocumented. I mean, that seems pretty simple. Now, your kids, if U.S. if they're U.S. citizens, can get food stamps, and we've beat this to death here on this show. Problem with the welfare system, system not, not the, the immigration, immigration system. system. <laughs> and I'll and I'll be the first. I don't like that either. But it has nothing to, to do, do with immigration. With nothing immigration. Nothing. Nothing. All right. So now we got to go to. Okay, we've got his medical care taken care of. We got their food taken care of. Right. Well, they got to live somewhere, right? Got to live somewhere. So uh, Joe Legal pays rent of twelve hundred dollars per month. Why doesn't he have a house? Well, well you know he's what? In California. That's why they, he's in California. He's in, he is in California. He's not buying a house fifty thousand dollars. Twelve hundred rent in California. Okay. Move to Georgia. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Well, Come first you get in California. Come by my house. Yeah, my exactly. Is less than that. So he's paying fourteen thousand a year on rent, which okay. frankly seems reasonable. Okay. I mean, that's probably a decent place. Right. So he and he's um, he's down to less than ten grand. Now. He's got ninety six hundred dollars. Jose Illegal. Somehow, this is I love. Somehow, receives a five hundred dollar a month federal rent subsidy. Where the hell did that come from? What rent subsidy is he getting? I mean, really, where is this coming? Just hey, he just make it up. Hey, I got a really cool idea. Let's make up rent subsidies. Let's just say hey. I mean, it's this. uh, I I don't even know where people. There's not that has even. I, I understand. And apparently, but here's the best, better part. Like, that's not even based anywhere in any – there's no fact they twisted. They just made that well, up. Well, it's even better. His math – that's never the math gets a little bad. Apparently, Jose's living in a $500 a month apartment. Right. So it's not costing him anything. Right. Now, where would you rather live, a $500 a month apartment or a $1,200 a month apartment with your family? I'd go $1,200. Yeah, I'm going to go to the $1,200 yeah. there. And, but where in California can you rent a house for $500? Right. That's uh, Nowhere. That's a bedroom. That's yeah, it's probably they, a bedroom. And they maybe they may have multiple families in a a single. Well, family that, that's structure. the implication. That's here. the so implication. Therefore, but, somehow it's costing him nothing. But there, but he what he's doing is because he's comparing everything else the same. He's he's basically he's not saying, hey, yeah, their living situation is completely different because right here your math says it's completely different. different. But you're not going to point that out. No, you're no. just going to point out that you, you oh my gosh, still he's still got thirty-one thousand dollars. All right, Joe Legal pays two hundred dollars a month for car insurance. Ooh, bad driver. Yeah, I'm thinking too. <laughs> two hundred bucks a month. Yeah, Come well, on. Some of that is uninsured motorist coverage, uh, which I believe stop. again is stop. state law, right? Uh, Joe and, and Joe Legal now is seventy two hundred dollars. Jose, we don't need no stinking insurance. We don't need no stinking insurance. insurance so we had because we had to get the racist commentary in here. Right, it was important to get that in here. <laughs> Are you um, kidding me? It still has thirty one thousand two hundred dollars. Because how many how many of our undocumented with the license clients, he doesn't have, the, he can't drive. Right, but how many of our how many of our undocumented clients who don't have driver's license have insurance? I, I hazard a guess, probably over ninety percent of them. Yeah, most of them do because yeah. they have to, in Georgia you to drive have, the car. Right. It has to have a plaque. To have a plaque, it must have insurance. And, so. and even if it wasn't the case, people are in the business of insuring risk. Yeah, I mean, it's the bottom line. I mean, you, you get insurance. So this whole, yeah, but I, I love that. I love that we don't need no stinking insurance. Yeah, because you, you had to get the racist commentary. Right, got to get there. it in there. All right, uh, Joe Legal has to make his seventy two hundred dollars stretch to pay utilities, gasoline, it's, uh, and et cetera, which I assume is everything else in his life. Uh, Joe Illegal has to make his thirty one thousand dollars to stretch to pay utilities, gasoline. 
and what he oh, sends out of the country. There we go. You get it in, you know. Because he has a supporting 17 families abroad. Right. Uh, with that Absolutely. Uh, that was great. Now, Joe Legal now works overtime on Saturdays or gets a part time job after work. Here's the best part Jose Illegal has nights and weekends off to enjoy with oh, his family. Oh, oh. Go to the party, go to the oh, club, man. Oh, man. Yo, good, good for Joe Legal going out there working overtime on Saturdays. And, you know, wait a second, wait a second. You work on Saturdays. I believe I work on Saturdays. Oh, my goodness. Um, but Jose Legal, he never works on Saturdays. No, no. Right? He, no Jose no, Legal, he is out there. Never. Uh, he's, got a, he's got a Marachi band that he's, never he's busted dancing his hump to on a weekend or nights. No, nothing nope. at all. But Joe, Joe, Joe Legal Plumber is out there yeah. working Saturdays, everything. Can, can right? you say the word stereotype? In bigger oh language here. Yeah. I, I'm just curious who wrote this overall. I'd love to have him on the show. Oh, that would be uh, awesome. Wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> All right. Now, Joe Legal's and Jose Illegal's children both attend the same elementary school. Joe Legal pays for his children's lunches, while Jose Illegal's children get a government-sponsored lunch. Jose Illegal's children have an after-school ESL program. <laughs> Joe Legal's children go home. Oh, gosh. Let's unpack this one. Okay. Uh, First off, they attend the same elementary school. All right. How are schools I, funded? Property, property taxes, taxes right. I believe. Who, who pays property taxes? Is, is there a distinction between Renters Joe and Legal and Joe Illegal? No, there no. wouldn't be. They Somebody's paying property, property taxes. Because yeah. if you're paying rent, you're paying property taxes. taxes. Okay? Now, so they're paying for the school. Now, lunch subsidies. They may may not get a lunch subsidy. Again, what is that a problem with? The welfare system. system. Not the immigration system. system. Lastly, ESL program. Half of my clients who are undocumented kids that are in elementary school speak better English than I do. Yeah. ESL program. Are you yeah. kidding me? Come yeah. on. You know, it's interesting. I was just at a, a, an ESL conference. I spoke here in Georgia to uh, all the ESL teachers in, uh, uh, in Georgia, all elementary school through high school. And obviously, as you talked about, there's more of them in elementary school than in high school. Although some kids come here at an, as an older age to, yeah, to learn English. Right. But they don't just come from Mexico. <laughs> I don't know if you notice this or not, but uh, it, there is something like – 40 languages spoken in Gwinnett Public Schools, and right. only one of those would yeah. happen to be Spanish. Been on Buford Highway lately? Yeah, exactly. It's not all Hispanics. Um, and uh, more importantly, how long do you stay in the ESL program? All year, 18 years of school, yeah, apparently. Apparently, <laughs> apparently about a year to yeah, two years. Exactly. Before you, come, you, you transition into regular transition classes. Transition out, exactly. Uh, so it really is, again. And, and again, we're all, Playing up stereotypes. You're playing up stereotypes, but guess what? How many programs are available for Joe Legal's kids that are he's not taking that advantage are, of that he's not taking advantage of because he doesn't want to or doesn't need to that are similar in nature to the ESL program? Yeah. I mean, there's all kinds of speech therapy, all kinds of yeah. things that Joe Legal's get, but they're not going to mention that here. No, no, all no, no chance because it's just is, illegal. His kids, kids go home after school. There's nothing available to them, and Jose Legal's kids are. Actually, I'm surprised Joe Legal's kids aren't working a job. You know what? I mean, with really? with only seventy two hundred to stretch to pay utilities and gas and everything in California, I mean, they might be going to work at eight. Yeah, I'm just saying. While Jose Illegal's kids are uh, going to ESL, coming home, Mariachi playing bit. Nintendo, yeah. whatever they got to exactly do. Exactly yeah. right. Um, yep. Now it gets better okay. here. Yeah, this is when awesome. they reach college age. Right. This is always going to make the leap through high school. Right. Um, Joe Legal's kids may not get into a state school and may not qualify for scholarships. Grants or tuition help. Not, be, not because... Even though Joe has been paying for state schools through his taxes. Okay. Uh, why won't right. they get scholarships yeah. and grants or maybe tuition Maybe they're help? bad students. Yeah. That would be the only reason or you would get scholarships, didn't grants, or tuition. Yeah. 
If you're make if you have take home pay of thirty thousand dollars a year, yeah. you're getting your kid each kid's getting Pell Grants upwards of five thousand dollars. Pell grants are money yeah okay the but federal the, government is giving you cash big guy right but the way this is written uh, it makes it seem like they're not getting into college because jose illegal's kids, kids are going are. to college but <laughs> that's not what he says because it's well jose illegal's kids go to the court head of the class because they're a minority head of the class well, what does that mean i mean i guess guy? he got tired of making up facts right and now he just throwing stuff I mean, against the wall i mean go to the head let, of the class let, first off what does head of the class mean i thought that was a tv show do they just become valedictorians automatically oh yeah because they get handed a's i mean they just get like auto, i mean they everybody starts out with like a c and you can work your way up to an a but jose legal's kids the, the hispanics only start they start out with well, actually i think at this point he has now switched to asians because it's california Ah, uh, and they're the only ones that go to college. You're only go to college right. in California, right. so that's that. I think you may have switched back and forth. Um, but uh, go to. The, I mean, really, this is what a this joke. Sir, go to the head of the class because okay. they're a minority. Because his the children of Jose Legal are are the only minority. Yes, they're, they're, there's no other minorities. No, no, no. there's none. Not in California. No, no, no. Because it's just. Mexicans. Mexicans. Honduran Mexicans. Honduran Mexicans. Guatemalan Mexicans. That's hilarious. That's really hilarious. I wish I would have been hilarious. Now, Joe Legal and Jose Illegal both enjoy the same police and I enjoy the police services. But Joe paid for them and Jose did not pay. This is great. And how exactly did Jose not pay? Right, because you have to pay sales taxes, sales taxes, property, property taxes, taxes, which would pay for your fire and health services. It pays for your fire and police services. Because yeah, uh, state state taxes don't pay for police and fire services. No, they don't. But no, uh, I. Wow, it must be, it must be difficult to be this stupid. So, so now we get to the end here. Do you get it now, Chuck? Do you get it? I, These I know, Dave, do you are, get it? These people are killing our country. They are. They're we need to get rid of them. Sucking us dry. We need to get rid of them. They're like they're like pariahs. So if you vote or support any politician that supports, supports illegal, illegal aliens, aliens, you are part of the problem. You're part of the problem. Boy, that is a problem. You're part I of the am, problem, Chuck. I am proud to be a part of that problem. <laughs> Dave's part of that problem. I bet you he's been oh, accused wait, of that on the show before. Oh. Um, so we need to keep this going. We need to make changes ASAP. Written by the best Jose A. Gonzalez. <laughs> I, I got to read. I, I just noticed that it was yeah. written by gotta, Jose A. Gonzalez. Because you know what? Some of the most vehement and most, some of the most vocal opponents of any type of betterment of the system are people who don't realize how, you know, our, our, ch- our second generation types, oh, well, my parents did it legal. Well, hey, guess what? Your parents are groupies. It was a hell of a lot easier for them to do it the legal way. By They, they just came here and applied for amnesty. Yeah. Okay? And and now you're benefiting from it, but you don't want all these other people here to benefit from Ooh, amnesty. See, it's a bad word. Kidding uh, me? Eugene Robinson wrote a great... I'm going to get to this on our next segment, but okay. Eugene Robinson wrote a great piece in the Washington Post today about this. Uh, I don't know if you saw the, the politician from Florida, the GOP, uh, former GOP senator from Florida who left the GOP yesterday. No. Over its position on immigration in Florida. Really? Mm-hmm. She became a Democrat yesterday. Interesting. She left the party yesterday over immigration. A state rep or like a, a, state, a, state, a, state, a state senator? A state senator. Still, though, that's, I mean, state senator. that's a big change because you, you owe your political life to the party. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, mean, uh, I think she's out of office right now, but wow. she's, she's going to make a comeback as a Democrat. Probably get elected. Charlie Crist is the same thing in Florida. You know, he, he, He's uh, an actual, like... Uh, Real representative, real well, senator. Well, he was the governor. Yeah, yeah, And then, yeah. then he ran for the Senate and right. lost to Rubio right. in the primary because he wasn't 
conservative did he enough. For the house, though, after that? No, no, I don't think I'm so. Thinking of somebody else. No, he went. But yeah, no, I know. He, he, but now he switched. Yeah. To, he went independent. Then he went and he ran independent in the in the Senate Senate race. Right. And then now he's a Democrat running for, again for his old office is in the governorship he'll, of Florida. He'll probably win. Uh, he's got a decent chance of winning against Scott, who is. Uh, <laughs> Really, the the emblematic face of corp, corporate greed in America. I mean, um, the political calculus on the I I don't get how the Republicans aren't figuring it out. I mean, well, that's what I really want to get into here okay. because you got a situation where the GOP comes out two weeks ago. So Boehner comes out. I had a client come in yesterday. It's a, what's his name? John Boner? No, no, no. It's Boehner. Boehner is his name. It's not Boner. Oh, it's great. I thought Cook was bad. You know, yeah. it, it, it is, and it is, but uh, uh, tough, tough to be, tough tough to be Banner. Guy, tough guy. Of course, you've got 11 brothers and sisters. You know, you got everybody, you got a family to stick up for you. So you're yeah, shape, so. that or more And you know, I know one of the things, I really like John Banner. I think he actually is a uh, common sense voice. Right. I think what he lacks is a, uh, a willingness to really lead, to well, take the political scared, risk. Because he's scared of a big... Well, he's scared of a very vocal minority within his party, yeah. and he's scared of not being speaker anymore. I think once he gets over that scare, he'll be he'll be okay. Let's take a quick break here on the Immigration Hour on America's Web Radio. Si usted ha casado con un ciudadano o tiene problemas con inmigración o tiene una oferta de trabajo, llama a los abogados de Cook Immigration Partners. Somos en su lado. Con más de 100 años de experiencia en la ley de inmigración, conocemos la ley y sabemos cómo ayudarle. Llámanos hoy a las 404-816-8611, a las 404-816-8611, o visítenos al www.immigration.net. This is Michael Gano with the Middle East Research Center Limited, bringing you insight to Israel, the truth about the greatness of the Jewish state and its struggle for sovereignty and security every Sunday at 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Cook Immigration Partners is your passport through the immigration maze. Whether it's help with e-verify in your business or help in how to document a new employee under the new I-9 rules or if you marry a foreign national, Cook Immigration Partners is your best choice for a legal advocate. Call us today at 866-286-6200. That's 866-286-6200. Or visit us on the web at www.immigration.net. This is America's Webradio.com, the best in chat radio designed just for you. Welcome back to America's Web Radio. Again, this is uh, Chuck Cook and Rocky Rockcliffe. Uh, and uh, Dave's having trouble sending us emails today. I told you, get off a of Hotmail, man. <laughs> get off a of Hotmail. Um, I always people, that's for little girls, isn't it, Hotmail? I think it's for teenage girls. Man, I, it's, it's the first one I opened up, but that was back in 97 when it was the only the web-based only, the only, mail. Yeah, and it was then, very cool. Then uh, Gmail and, came in. Do you in still and, have your Hotmail account? Do you know what it is? Yeah, I do because that's the email that I enter online for anything. We're like, hey, we need an email address, whatever. And then I check it every price 60 days, and it's, it's full like of It's like 4 crap. million emails. Yeah. and I'm like, Empty. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't like to clog up, you know, my legitimate personal account or my work account. Yeah, exactly so, right. Yeah. Um, so Boehner comes out two weeks ago and says, "We're gonna." Here's our statement of principles. Statement of principles. Here's principle. Here's what we believe. And frankly, the statement was you and I could have written it. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, could, it, it was. De- it was good. It was good. It was good. Uh, then he goes to the uh, uh, little party they had up in Maryland on the shore with the GOP caucus, and apparently, it was it was a raucous event. Uh, I can with, imagine. And in fact, at one point there was, I read just yesterday, one of the, one of the, let's say, more mid-level representatives accused his party of abandoning leadership on this issue. Um, really, but here's what I don't get. 
Boehner needs political courage. Only 16 far-right crazies signed a letter to Obama on that immigration thing. Yeah, 16. 16. 16. Dude, that's, that, that's, you're only 16 of you believe this? I don't you know. You guys are dead to me. I don't know what he's scared of. You're not going to have any. You're not, Boehner, you're not going to lose an election. Here's what he's afraid of. And, and this goes something in political. He's afraid of the GOP primaries, mostly in the South, but around the country. Now, the GOP primaries qualifying period is right now. Right. And ends sometime at the end of March, middle of April. That's the qualifying period. Yep. It, right, and the difference to 50 states around the country. Yep. I believe that once that qualifying period is over, then we have an option. I, I, I agree with that, too. I think that's what will happen. I think that's what he's doing. But at the same time, I mean – and if that's what it takes, that's what it takes. I'm not going to complain. But I just – I really don't think he has anything to be scared about because even here in the South, I really don't think that uh, – you talk to a lot of people. I don't think anybody is a single-issue voter. On oh, not a, oh, there's a couple. Even but not, this, not very, but I don't no. think it's enough to even worry about no. an attack from the right because yeah. there's so many other single-issue – Well, you know what the biggest right issue is, right? Everybody's the economy, right? Yeah. Although, oddly enough, I was watching Morning Joe this morning and the French president was visiting the White House and – some dude from France was saying, you know, they were asking, what's the biggest problem in France? Well, the biggest problem is we don't have as good an economy as you. Your well, economy's chugging along and doing you great. 35 hour work week. Yeah. Kind of, <laughs> 35 hours. Yeah, yeah. I, I work about, 35 hours. I'm like, man. Yeah, it's Thursday. Did I work, did I work this week? <laughs> it's Thursday. It's Thursday. <laughs> it's like Wednesday at lunch. Are you yeah, kidding 35 me? Hours. <laughs> but Eugene Robinson, I thought, had a terrific op ed today. Not an op ed, right. but I guess his article uh, in the Washington Post today. Because it was about this whole idea of banner. Putting this forward, and then he called it the climb down. The climb Climb down. down. Uh, And uh, the article is entitled, On Immigration, the GOP is Out of Step. And I love this. You know a party is dysfunctional when it can't take yes for an answer. That's... that's, Wow. Is is that 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 sentence? That's the truth. It summarizes everything. Exactly. Ostensibly... Hey, get a win, guys. Nah, we're, we're good. No, we don't, no, we don't no, want to we, win we on this issue. No, no, we don't, we, no. no, no, that wouldn't be good no, for us. No. Uh, ostensibly, this is what he's a quote, the GOP's big objection was to a sweeping comprehensive bill, such as one passed by the House. So Obama says, okay, you don't do a big bill. Do little bills. Let, let, me, a, let, let me ask you What's this really fast. Let me, let me ask you, do you think there's any movement within, I don't want to say Boehner's camp, but within the Republican Party to stall this, to try to make Obama use the pen, and so that they can come after him. I want to get to that. In a second. Okay, all right. I want to get to that. In a I second. just thought of that because I mean, what a garbage strategy. They're like, hey, let's we got to win on this, but let's screw it up so that we can criticize the guy some more. But think about this: <laughs> if Obama is then forced, really forced, we're forced absolutely to, to, to expand DACA, and I would have everybody, no problem. You would I expand DACA? Who wins in that? Obama. Obama wins. does, and the Democrats and he, win. And he not just wins; he wins huge. huge. Yeah, You're I mean, he about, can basically pick his successor at yeah, that point. Yeah, well, it's, it's, she's already picked. <laughs> but think about this: they don't want to give Obama a win. Well, what do you want to give Hillary? Because that's what you're insuring. Yep. By not doing this, you're insuring I get that Hillary Clinton is the this. next president of the United States. I mean, locking her. And in. you're scared of Obama. Yeah. I, I, you should be terrified of I Hillary have, Clinton. I have I, – I don't know how – it's such a short-sighted – maybe they're – maybe Boehner and all his cronies are geniuses and we don't see it. But it just seems short-sighted to me. Okay. This, this so is, what else does he have to say in there? So this is – what's the what's the problem? So, yes, what's the problem? Uh, Obama and the Affordable Care Act 
And I don't know, maybe Jupiter and Saturn are an astrological misalignment. I love Joe. Do you ever watch Morning Joe? You probably don't. Yeah, no, Joe Scarborough. When he's I on there, he's hilarious. I loved Joe Scarborough back in the day. I, loved, I still love Joe Scarborough. I don't ever see him anymore, but back, uh, he made it big in the uh, the 2000 election yeah. fiasco. And yeah. then he's, he's been he's around He's one of the managers, while, I think, yeah. of the, of the, uh, of the uh, impeachment of Clinton back in the day. Something, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, he was in the house. He was in the house. I forgot he about that. He was. He was. He was. One of the backbenchers. He was. He was. He and I are the same age, oddly enough, but he's got at least two more wives than I do. and Just two? I think so. <laughs> I think he's just divorced again. Quote, the, the, <laughs> I love this is what Boehner said. Quote, the American people, including many of my members, don't trust that the reform that we're talking about will be implemented as it was intended, Boehner said, somehow managing to keep a straight face. <laughs> okay. So House Republicans want to deal with the border security before turning to status. Okay. You don't trust Obama to implement tougher border controls. Then why are you content to leave in place the current controls, which presumably are more lenient, than the new ones some of the G would be would impose. <laughs> if the goal is to stem illegal border crossings, wouldn't it be better to constrain the president with tougher laws rather than weaker ones and el- eliminate his ability to use his discretion? Why can Obama do a DACA? Why can Obama because he DACA? has the administrative power? And who gave him that power? Congress ah! through the law. <laughs> It's there. It's already legal. There's nothing illegal about deferring action on people's cases. You're deferring enforcement because you don't have an unlimited enforcement budget. Now, I guess there's probably – I don't want to say a lot, but I mean definitely those 16 that signed that you know ridiculous letter. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure that you know you could find some people that would love to have some sort of unlimited enforcement budget, and then there would be no reason to you know defer action because they could just deport everyone. And, yeah. and by the way, folks, I cannot say I'm no fan of Obama, but I cannot stand it when these people out there these talk people. about the. Criticize him for not enforcing the law. The guy has deported more people than anybody before him. I don't know how you can keep saying over and over again. He's, he's not, not enforcing, enforcing the law. The law. I, not enforcing I, I don't law. understand that. <laughs> Dave gets it. He, and he's shouting people down here all the yeah. time saying, look, what, what else do you want? Well, because he didn't deport everybody. He's deporting more than a thousand people a day. It, 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 let me let me go a little side little side story here. I, I went to a uh, I went out of town last weekend. I, I was driving with a buddy and his wife, and uh, you know we were kind of talking a little bit about my job. And and if you're not really up on this or do this for a living, you're not a regular listener of our show. Yeah, if you're not a regular listener of our show, the question is why aren't you? Um, but the uh, you know I was telling him that they're like, really that happens. People are just for because they it, if it doesn't really affect them or they don't know somebody. I mean, we're. Kicking a thou- more than a thousand people a day out of our country, and granted, some of those people probably warrant such treatment, but a lot of them don't. I mean, that's the kind of stuff that you would think totalitarian regimes do, you know. And and that's what we're doing more and more every single day. More than a thousand people a day, and just take even if you took twenty five percent of those, say that they for traffic offense. I'm sure it's more, but it's like 25%. You're destroying families every single day. So I'm tired of hearing this argument that Obama is not enforcing the law. And again, I'm not an Obama supporter. I, But it's just factually incorrect to say, well, we can't do anything on this until he starts following the law. What law are you talking well, about? Well, actually, this is the law they're talking about. <laughs> I happen to have the law. But, uh, now, now, Dave, we talked about this a lot. Law. This is, this is, this is, if you will go... To the Immigration Nationality Act. Now, an act is what used to be a bill. Right. And if you've ever watched Schoolhouse Rock, you would know how a bill becomes an act and a law. All right? This is found in Section 212D5 
of the Immigration Nationality Small Act, D, folks. Small D, uh, big five, uh, that says this. The Attorney General, hence the executive branch of the government, right. uh, now that actually means the DHS secretary right. as well, uh, may, except it's provided below, um, in his discretion, in his sole discretion, discretion, parole into the U.S. temporarily under such conditions as he may prescribe only on a case-by-case basis for urgent humanitarian reasons or significant public benefit, any alien applying for admission to the United States. I don't know how much more clear you can make it, folks. They've got the authority to do it. The law gives them that authority. You may Congress, not like what they do. You might not like what they do. Then. So there is a um, they, there is a way to deal with that, right? You, you could change, change the, the law. law get rid of the executive branch. Whatever right. you want to do, but it's legal what they're doing. Your problem is with the law. You think it's with the officials executing the law mm-hmm. and their discretion, but your problem is with the law. Change the law, vote people out of office. But to say somebody's not enforcing the law because you don't like the discretion they're exercising but is it, just intellectually dishonest or well, ignorant. You, you used a word there that I'm not sure many people in Congress understand. <laughs> not the dishonest. I think they understand <laughs> that. Uh, I think it's what it was, intellectual. Intellectual. Yeah, it means you have to understand the law. Right. That you're commenting on. Right. Uh, maybe the, Joe, the guy, Joe, Jose Gonzalez. Who read wrote, the bill. Be the bill. Read, read the bill. Read the bill. <laughs> read the bill. Then this is just a great article he wrote. Um, and, of course, Eugene goes into the idea that Obama's been tough or anything. Boehner knows this, so he didn't focus on the border as the reason for the House Republicans' paralyzing lack of trust. He cited the Affordable Care Act. Now, here's uh, my question. Maybe Dave knows it because Dave is much better authority on the Affordable Care Act. Is that, you know, Dave, you just heard us talk about this thing that there's discretion in the immigration law. Is there a thing like that in the Affordable Care Act? I, I don't know. Now, here's the thing. If there's not, then I would say Obama doesn't have authority to do what he's been doing and delaying everything. Right. But if there is, I mean, that's your, you passed the bill. You passed the well, bill. Well, I didn't vote for it. Well, yeah. you're in Congress. Sorry. Yep. You're in Congress. You know, you should you should have intellectually convinced your colleagues to vote against should the bill. Should have. Um, so, so this, by this by this standard, Republicans in Congress should take the rest of the year off if they object to the powers vested in the presidency. It's a waste of time to even consider legislation on any subject. That they should work to amend the Constitution to make it more to their liking. And this is actually is where it gets to your point. The real reason Boehner can't get his troops to march in any coherent direction on any immigration issue. is they refuse to acknowledge reality on a central issue. Amnesty for the 11 million. I use the word amnesty because, let's face it, that's what we're talking about. You know? Listen, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quote a movie here. You can call, I mean, call it an amnesty, call it an immigration, call it whatever you want to. Point is... You give some people some you legal status. You call it a flying pig if you, you want. You call it whatever you want, you know. It, it, you give people a work permit, a travel permit. That's all they care about. Yeah. Nobody cares. Amnesty, whatever. Yeah. And A, why is it a bad word? But B, that, that's what we're talking about here. We're talking about getting permission for people to work and travel. That's it. Now, he says this, and I agree, and I've, we talked about this on the show before. The GOP's failure to come to terms with immigration reform has two implications. One, Latinos and Asians, for that matter. 71% for Obama over Romney. Okay? Oh, man. Immigration reform is a threshold issue for many, not all of them, but Threshold's apparently 71% of them. Thre- 71% okay? is, I would the, say, statistically okay. significant. So he says this, <laughs> the GOP ticket in 2016 may be a steep price to pay. 
for this. Yeah. The other is, the other consequence is we already have a de facto amnesty. As yeah. Marco Rubio has been saying over and over again. Because we're not doing anything. We're doing anything. Yeah. Let's take our final break here on today's show on the Immigration Hour on America's Web Radio. Soy Charles Cook, el jefe del grupo de abogados Cook Immigration Partners. Estoy en su lado. Con más de 20 años de experiencia con la ley de inmigración, conozco cómo ayudarle. Sé la ley y sé que alguna gente podemos ayudar. Llámanos hoy a las 404-816-8611. A las 404-816-8611. O visítenos en el internet. www.immigration.net Did you miss the show that you really wanted to hear? All of our programs are available for download on americaswebradio.com and on iTunes. You can listen to your favorite programs on americaswebradio.com anytime you like. Cook Immigration Partners is your passport through the immigration maze. Whether it's help with e-verify in your business or help in how to document a new employee under the new I-9 rules or if you marry a foreign national. Cook Immigration Partners is your best choice for a legal advocate. Call us today at 866-286-6200. That's 866-286-6200. Or visit us on the web at www.immigration.net. This is America's Webradio.com, the best in chat radio designed just for you. Welcome back. Dave, I was in the middle of a yawn when you gave me the finger. Not, not, not that finger, the go finger. So... Let's get on the air finger. Get on the air finger. Uh, but I love this show, which is, happens to be the most listened to immigration show on, in the world. In the world. In the universe. On, on, any, on anything. Anywhere. Because right? there's Anywhere. no radio show like this. This is, best hour, this is the best hour of our week. It is, it is best awesome. Best hour of the week. It is awesome. Uh, we do need to get a show. Angela Pepperelli, I saw Angela last week um, and in, uh, when I was in Miami speaking at the conference. Tough duty. And Angela said, boy, I love being on your show. <laughs> Well, we so love to have it. It was great. Daniel yeah. is yeah. a great guy, and we, we you know, that Emmys thing is awesome. By the way, I, I mean, I think that's literally the best. I mean, that that is the coolest idea. The the annual Emmys. Isn't that, it great? That he does. It's, it's, it's a great idea. Awesome. It's a great yeah. idea. It's just he, awesome. He, he, and Angel's got a great wit. He's got a great wit, and it's very, um, uh, very pointed. His blog that he writes it on, mm-hmm. uh, Nation of Immigrators, Nation is actually Immigrators. read by thousands of people in the government. In the government. In fact, he was mentioned in the New York Times. The New York Times op-ed quoted Angelo's blog on an idea he had for state-level immigration issues. I, I am so in favor of that. Yeah. I am so in yeah, favor maybe of you that. Got the, maybe you saw that from me. You should call Angelo and say, Big A. All right? Did Big dog. Did you, Did you take know, that? Are you, are you, you really take a libertarian that idea man? Are you really a libertarian here? <laughs> um, but oh. it, was, uh, it, was, it was a terrific piece. It was a terrific piece. Um, I'm um, – now – there is a vote going on in Congress tomorrow. You know that, right? On the debt limit. Oh my God! How is the debt limit here again? Yes, but here's oh, the, here's oh. the good news. Uh, they're just going to vote. You're going to vote it up just or down? Vote up or down? Okay, no amendments, no nothing. Just just vote. So Boehner's willing to give up on that, which is, I think, a, a small issue, right? But not willing to move forward to change the lives of many Americans. Not just eleven million dollars. I mean, talking out of both sides of your mouth. What's your priority? Your priority is getting reelected. We know that. 
Okay. I mean, the thing is, Boehner, but, Boehner can't not get reelected. No. As a no, congressman. Right. He could be in there till the day he dies. Right. He's never going to have to leave. But the party but is going to. you want to be speaker. Yeah. But listen, the part, your party is going down. I say your because I'm not, I'm not a member of the GOP anymore than I am the Democrat Party. But the bottom line is, the party is going to go down. What's the stat you always quote about the last presidential election? If Mitt Romney had would gotten, have gotten the same, same percentage John McCain, McCain did, he'd be president today. We'd be saying President Romney. Have you seen Mitt yet, the movie, by the way, on Netflix? No. I haven't watched it yet either. I, I, I vaguely remember seeing something about it a while ago. Yeah, it just came out a few weeks but, ago. But he's it, come out and said basically, hey, I was wrong. Yeah. I was dead wrong on that issue. Yeah. Hey, good political gamble by yeah. listening to your, whoever you were listening more to. Because they advised you, know, advise the you is, wrong. And it, my friend in the primary, my friend who's running a campaign here in Georgia, said the same thing. Look, in a Republican primary... What do you got? You got to, you got to play to the base. Yeah, you, you have to. Votes. But he didn't come out hard enough. He didn't come out hard enough in the general election because he could have really. He could have swung right back to the center. Exactly. So, you know, I have time to think about it. And that's I was not dead the way wrong. we should go. I was yeah. wrong. I've, I mean, this dude served a mission. I mean, he'd exactly. been a bishop and a state never, president over Spanish he, congregations. I never thought he believed. He didn't believe it. it. Yeah, I he never didn't thought believe it at he all. It, but he would have won the election if he would have come you know, on that one issue. If he would have just come back a little bit to the center, because yeah. he would have gotten that percentage that McCain got, and he'd be President Romney. And listen, I'm not saying a Romney presidency would be better or worse than Obama president. I'm just saying use that that statistic to highlight the fact that. That's how important this issue is. And when you say it's a threshold issue to – well, there's 71 percent of you know Hispanics and, uh, and Asians. Um, it's a threshold issue. Well, it was 80 percent for the Asians. I mean, it's even higher for a Asians. a threshold issue where you're coming into the system, what's the issue you care most about? And you're going to swing to the Democratic Party. That is a huge number. Which you might not normally go to right. as a social conservative that you typically are right. as an immigrant, because, particularly from Latin America. Exactly. They're all socially conservative. It's like the Republicans. I can't get my head these Republicans. like, listen, your problems with the welfare state. These people want to vote for you, and you're saying, let us turn you away every And they're not here way. for the welfare state. Yeah. You know, I got to tell you the story. <laughs> uh, as you know, I'm now a, a branch president of yep. the LDS Church, the Spanish Congregation, which is like a pastor. Some, it's up some time. I'm, it's a little bit, a little bit uh, of time. Yeah. Uh, but it's really, really rewarding spiritually. Rewarding. Uh, but this Saturday, I had, I had some uh, members of my, of my congregation who really were just completely out of money uh, because he is in land. He's in he's in outdoor work, uh, landscaping. Tree, he does tree work. Well, he'll be busy in a couple of days, taking all when although we have the ice storm that comes through Georgia. But this week he, he didn't have he hadn't had any work in like two weeks. So I had him come over as an independent contractor. He is undocumented, but under the law, I'm allowed to hire an undocumented worker. I don't have to check an I nine. Right, right now you are. I am. Well, that I am. May change. That may change. That may change. I have to verify <laughs> everybody. Uh, but I hired him to cut up some trees on my property that had fallen down. We talked about this in the sh- well, you weren't on the show, Ben, but earlier this summer we went down yeah. a bunch of trees. Oh, yeah, that was, that was remember like my that? second show. I yeah, remember talking yeah. about Yeah, and he, they were still laying on the ground. I mean, I, yeah. it's just enormous amount of work. So he yep. came out, uh, and I was able to give him – I paid him for the work. I mean, he yeah. was there for 10 hours. He worked his butt off, and I paid him commensurate with what he did. Uh, no, I did not withhold taxes because he's, he's an independent contractor. Right. But I know two things about this man. One, he files taxes. Yep. He files taxes because he knows that will be important with the legalization – See, I don't know how much he's going to pay in taxes. Right, but that's but, but that's, ma- not, that's not his. Last fault. year, he only made like eighteen thousand dollars. Right, he didn't have to pay taxes. But, but the thing is, if he declares all of his income, however he gets yeah, it, and he ends up getting a big tax return and zero tax liability, that's not his fault, folks. That's a tax that's the system. Law. The law is being followed. Yeah, 
They're not it's, leeching off the system. That's just the consequence of the law. That's not to say yeah. there's not fraud by notarios and no, the tax no, fraud, a, which abs- there is. Absolutely. And, but again, that's the problem with Separate the tax issue. system, Separate issue. not with immigration. Right. Um, but the other thing I know is I know he's going to pay tithing. Yeah. He's going to give a donation to the church of a tenth of what he made. Yep. I know that of that man because he's true and faithful uh, in, in his relationship with, with the church and Jesus Christ and who he is and God. And so – these are good people. I work with them every single day. Yep. They are good, honest, they're, they're your neighbors, hardworking folks. people. They're your neighbors. You know, it, it, and, it's, they, I, and I went to his house. The reason I hired him, I went to his house for a, a visit. And um, they have uh, him and uh, he's got uh, four children. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, his daughter has had a baby out of wedlock, although mm-hmm. the husband, it lives, the, the boyfriend and the father lives with them too. So they basically have seven people living in their two-bedroom apartment. Right. They have a couch and a table with six chairs. That's all they're for. And it's like a, a couch they got from Goodwill back in the day. Yeah. I don't know. I go into bedrooms, but I imagine there's a couple of mattresses on the floor, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are people wanting for a better life. Right. Their kids are getting good grades in school. Mm-hmm. They're getting up every morning and going. And, and, um, it's, and their family is probably very – their family life, I, I don't know, strong. They are. They're, they're a great family. Right. Uh, now they have gotten some tattoos together apparently, but uh, that's a hey, body it's art. A modern, that's exactly body you're into that. You're not yeah, anyway, it's okay. Do what you got to do. Uh, but really, just sweet people yeah. trying to do the best for them and their family. And their kids will learn and be better off in their generation, and right. their kids will too. And it'll probably take you know four or five generations for their kids to become. But you know, guess what? Like, oh, this guy is working anyway. He's working. So he's not taking exactly. a job from somebody. He's not. And exactly. and, and uh, let, let me put this out. What's net migration flows at the border right now? About zero. It, about zero. Yeah. Why? Not because we're enforcing tougher. Because the economy. We've said it before, time and again. There's 11 million, 12, whatever number it is. And this is an not, economic issue, right? Not 60 million. Not five million. 11 million. Because there's a demand for the labor. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's all these it's, other ancillary it's economics. I yeah, mean. it's just it's it's economics, it's economics 101, yeah. folks. It's supply, it's supply and demand. demand. There's a demand for labor. People are going to supply it. Why is there a demand for labor here for that low-skilled labor? Because people here are entitled and they don't want to do those but, jobs. But that's true to a certain extent. There's also a, a geographic mismatch right. in employment. Absolutely. There are jobs in this country that don't happen to be where people live right. that could do those jobs. That they are unwilling or financially unable to relocate. We have a huge urban – we we have an urbanization of our country. We have a lot of jobs outside these urban areas that need to be filled by people who may be in another country closer to them. And and we have this thing called an H-2A program. It's it's broken. Uh, it needs to be fixed. But – there's there's no there's no matching up of that, and then you have all these other things like NAFT and all these other trade. Bottom line is, you can't stop supply and demand, and, th- and that's what it this is. is, and that's why these people are here working. And the reason that they're living like that is because they're forced no, to live in the shadows. I, I am confused, though. I'm confused. I'm confused. I thought Obama had turned us into a socialist country. So why are we talking about supply and demand? Oh, man. I thought we had regressed to socialism. Hey, hey, this is the thing. Did you not see the line for toilet paper at the store last night? <laughs> oh, probably not a bad. <laughs> probably not a good not analogy. A good analogy because there was, was no insane. bread. It's yeah. like communism. <laughs> I knew Obama would turn us into a communist country. You can't. It, there listen, was no bread on the shelves yesterday. He would love to. I have no doubt. But the bottom line is this, folks. <laughs> Ask everybody in the former Soviet Union. Supply and demand wins out. 
It wins out every time. Well, you would notice that if you watched the, the Daily Show yesterday. <sighs> Where Jason Jones went to Moscow. Oh gosh, I'm gonna have to interview Gorbachev. <laughs> really? Take your take a moment now when the show is over here in a couple minutes. I'm going to go to the Daily Show and watch Jason Jones interview the Russian one of the Russian prime ministers, like actual Gorbachev, or like somebody playing Gorbachev. The actual Gorbachev. Oh goodness! Uh, who just shot Jason Jones down? It's time for you to leave. I put you against the wall. Uh, absolutely hilariously oh, funny. Dave, you would out. even enjoy it. That's how funny it was. Um, but in any event, it's it's. There's so much to talk about. There's so much going yep. on. Immigration reform is not dead. People ask no. me, "Are we going to have reform?" Well, my standard response now is, "Look, I'm not a prophet. I, I showed that <laughs> last year. I don't have the ability to prophesy. Right. But I do believe there is a good chance for reform this year. Yeah. In that post GOP primary time period yep. before July. So yep. April to June, July. Uh, or I, I, I keep hope alive. 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 Uh, you know, you, I don't, Dave was actually one of the campaign directors for Jesse Jackson in 1984 in Texas. I before he switched over? Before he switched over. Oh, okay. Uh, and um, <laughs> it's like having Snurdly on our show. You know? uh, the, uh, uh, but the lame duck session. Yeah, I, I think so too. Session. I think so too. I'm, I'm not – I may be more confident than I was last year. I'm not telling folks that because I looked like a complete idiot last year. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> when it did happen, but I really think they'll get subbed up because, ra- I mean, just rational self-interest. I yeah. mean, I, they, it's all they, about self-interest. Exactly. Let's see if they got the brains to do it. Well, great. It's been a great show this week, Rock. Yep. Uh, we we'll look forward to next week on the Immigration of America's Web Radio. Download it on iTunes. Tell your friends about it. Heck, even link to us on your web page and or your Facebook page or Twitter. That's Twitter. how you do it today, folks. All right. Have a great week. Cook Immigration Partners is your passport through the immigration maze. Whether it's help with e-verifying your business, or help in how to document a new employee under the new I-9 rules, or if you marry a foreign national, Cook Immigration Partners is your best choice for a legal advocate. Call us today at 866-286-6200. That's 866-286-6200. Or visit us on the web at www.immigration.net.